3: Today's show is
5: pre-recorded.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all about. don't know y'all better uh, act so right now. Hat, Hat
5: on, suit, suit on, on. looking like the trap dog giving Give me the money. Dress oh. like the oh. million bucks. Got yeah. things in its cups. Y'all mm-hmm. tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah. And yeah. listen to me. Get oh, your hands together, girl, girl, would you
6: to The Voice, come on, dig me now, one and only Steve Harvey, got a radio show. Today is real simple. For everybody that's trying to become successful on any level, in any arena, any genre, I don't care what it is, if you're trying to be successful, this message is for you. Let me help you understand something real clear. You ain't going to make it the way you want to. And you're not going to make it to the heights that's fully out there and available for you without God. I'm just going to keep it real simple and clean for you today. You're not going to make it the way you want to. And you're not going to get to the heights that's available to you without God. You have to get this through your head. You can try it if you want to, because I did. I'm here to tell you, I am talking Purely from experience here. You can try it without God and you can see how far you can get. Will you have some measures of success? Of course you will. Will it feel like days like you might make it? Of course you will. But let me ask you a question though. What you going to do about them days when you feel like you ain't going to make it? When you going to do about them days where it feel like there are no answers to your questions? What you going to do about them days? What you going to do about them days when everybody laughing at you and turn against you? What you going to do about them days when you just don't see no way through it? What you going to do about them days? I got the sunshine. You know, sunshine, cool. Everybody got friends when it's sunny outside. You want some friends? Hit the lotto. You want to get rid of them friends? Go ask for some help. Man, I'm talking about, man, they scatter like roaches when lights come on. I'm trying to tell you. So now, here here we go again. You can do this without God, because I've done it. And you can have yourself some measure of success. Let me even hip you to a little bit closer, though. Let me tell you why you are doing it without God and having some measure of success. Can I tell you why? Because of God's grace and mercy to us. Because of his grace and mercy trying to keep us in spite of ourselves for the real mission that he really got for us. See, that's the truth of the matter now. Now, what we talking about now, Steve. See, so yeah, yeah, you can do it without God. And you can have some measure of success without God. And yeah, you know, you know, yeah, you got your little degree and everything, or yeah, you completed the program, got all that. Yada, yada, yada. But don't you know something? It's because of God's grace and mercy that he helps us anyway. when well, even when we ain't asking for help. When he bails us out anyway, when we ain't even asking to be bailed out. You know why? Because he loves us that much that he would allow us to exist until we get our mind together where he could take us away, where he really trying to take us. Let's get this real straight and clear today. You can do this without God if you want to. But I am telling you, to get to where you really want to be and to be all that God has for you, you got to have God. There's no ifs, ands, buts about it. And let me tell you this here. I don't really care what nobody done told you. Are you listening to me? I don't care what they say. Don't get this thing twisted. They got these people out here talking about they Illuminati's and all this. Man, don't, don't listen to me. Don't get caught in this mess. Don't get caught in no foolishness. You were created by God. God created you and your soul. We were all created in his image. All of us. Don't get to talking about you finna cut a deal with the, with the devil and all. You ain't cutting no deal with nobody, man. The devil don't do deals. He one-sided. I'm taking you to hell. You going to hell. You're burning hell. That's his deal. I want your soul. I want you to lose hope. I want you to take your life. I want you to take some other people's lives. I want you to feel hopeless. I want you to realize that there ain't no God. That's his whole deal. His whole deal is negative. Oh, he can talk you into dealing drugs if you want to, but let me tell you something about this. I watch these shows all the time. Drug, ink, and all this here, cocaine, mafia. Everybody on now, go to jail or get killed. Our prisons is filled today with our young boys because they thought they could outslick slick the system. They thought they had a way. They thought, they sitting up in here and they fell for the old cliche, man, I gotta do what I gotta do. I gotta get this money. Well, only reason you gotta do what you gotta do is because like I say all the time, you didn't do what you were supposed to do. It is but because of his grace and mercy that we exist. And God is just taking care of you, looking out for you, got some angels encamped around you until you get your mind right so he can get you where you're going. But now I want you to understand something. There's a cost and a consequence and a penalty for everything we do that's outside the will of God. That's for all of us. All of us have consequences. Penalties and everything that we got to deal with outside of the will of God. Understand that clearly. Don't get this thing twisted sideways. You understand me? You know, I heard a uh, a young man tell me one day, he said, uh, Steve, you know, man, I just don't see how God looking out for me. if He would allow all these things to happen to me. I'm having such a hard time in my life. I really don't see how there's a God looking out for me. I looked at a young man. I said, let me ask you something, man you still breathing? He said, yeah, I'm standing here talking to you. I said, you're still free. He said, what you mean? I said, you ain't locked up, are you? He said, no, I'm standing here talking to you. I said, where you get them clothes from, I bought them. I said, "Well, you bought them with what? I bought them with money. I said, where you get the money from. young girl? He said, I got a job Mr. Harvey. I got a job. I said, well, well, where you live though. He said, I got an apartment. I said, well where you get the apartment from? Mr. Harvey, I'm working. I got an apartment I got a job. I said, oh, okay. Okay. So now this this God ain't looking out for you thing. Fin, finish telling me what you're telling me. Well, see man, I'm having it real hard right now. I said, hey hey man, are you are you hungry? You have you had lunch yet? He said, yeah yeah yeah, you already had lunch yet. Yeah. I, I said, oh okay okay. So go on finish telling me about this how God ain't looking out for you. He, he said, oh and you know man, every every time I try to do something, it seems like it go wrong for me. I said, but let, let, let me ask something, man. I said, every time it go wrong for you, I say, somehow you survive it. He said, yeah, yeah, I I'd survive it some kind of way, but it still be all messed up for me. I said, but but you still got through it, though. He said, yeah. I said, okay, man, go on, finish telling me how, how, how God ain't looking out for you. And he stopped. He said, hey, Mr. Harvey, he said, how come every time I tell you something that's going wrong, you keep telling me God looking out for me? I said, because you still here, man. I said, see, you don't understand it. I said, you seem to think that you're supposed to just you're supposed to skate through life, that it's all supposed to go how you want it, any kind of way. I said, man, these is the test of your faith. I said, God looking out for you the whole time. I said, every time you tell me something going wrong, I, you seem to turn around and tell me how you survived it. You keep telling me what ain't going right, but you keep telling me all these things you have. I said, man, so what you got to do is you got to stop looking at the what you ain't got column and start focusing on the what you do have column. But if you ain't happy with nothing he done done for you, you want him to keep piling stuff on. I said, you fail in the test, young man. The test is, are you grateful for where you are right now so I could give you more so we can move forward? He said, oh, man, I never even looked at it like that. I said, well, why don't you take your blessed cell phone somewhere and sit down? He said, man, I think I'm going to go on over here and let you finish talking. I said, thank you, son. Sometimes you just got to look at what you do, God, folks. That's all it is, okay? You
7: can't make it without God, y'all. You got me today? All right, let's be clear. Let's go.
8: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's
1: zipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24 7. and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now.
6: Ladies and gentlemen, it is upon us, it's the morning time. It is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Once again, two days in a row, still back in love again, undeniable, unrepudiatable. One, what? Mm, what? Yeah. I said unrepudiatable. That's what you said. I know good and hell well that ought to be a word. <laughs>
5: <laughs> if it's not, it ought to be. <laughs> the
6: confidence with which I put it out there. Unreputeable.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: Okay. Take boy. your time, that boy,
2: man. That boy, right?
6: Should, you know what, man? I, I I look back on it. I probably should have been a scholar. Yeah.
5: <laughs> okay, then. You had to do-over. No, you not had it. Too to- fast. Yeah.
6: <laughs> Some, just you know, if if school wasn't required, mm-hmm. I could have okay. made it. You know, Miss Monica got a couple degrees and all that. Tommy got a degree. Carla got a degree. All in there. Junior got a degree. All in you All that. Shit. You know, I just didn't distance. But
5: are you hating on the degrees?
2: Yeah. You are mad at your route? Is kinda, you mad at your route? You at your route? Kinda though.
5: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but you're way, way richer than we are. <laughs> way, <laughs> way. <laughs> it
2: was out there getting it.
6: You know, it kinda yeah. uh hurt me, man, because when I flunked out of school, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kent State never, you know, said nothing to me. Never wrote me a letter. You know, wish me well. You know,
5: just, you wanted them to. You know, you wish me well. Know,
6: I mean, you, you sent the a letter, done. told me don't come back down
7: there. Yeah, all the but, best.
6: You know, with an we regret. Regards. <laughs> you know, I you know, could have said, you know, we regret to inform you, you're no longer, you know, eligible, academically eligible, blah, blah, blah. But we do wish you the best in your endeavors uh, with all you do. We're pulling for you and you'll always be an alum of Kent State. We did get none of that.
7: But now.
6: Oh, messed around and got famous. Man.
7: See, back then.
6: Now I'm a Kent State alumni. Picture right, yeah. on the wall. Back then they didn't want me. Oh mm-hmm. boy. Mm. Well, How's everybody thing. doing today? I don't got time to Where go down the line. Coming, I was really missing. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I was going down the dark path of no yeah. return and I was uh, uh, focusing on a failure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
8: well, it was full and, circle. You know, and, so but sad. I
6: discovered that that failure, you know, somebody told me in the audience uh, yesterday. They said. Mm-hmm. Steve, everything you did Mm -hmm. led you to this moment here. Yeah. And it had to happen exactly that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because every one of those missteps was actually a step. And that See, was you, that was pretty important. That lady said every misstep is was a step. It's just at the time you missed the step you was aiming for. Okay, <laughs>
5: there you go. Well, See that
7: is But it was uh-huh.
6: still a step, son. Okay. And here yes, you sir. are today.
7: Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. See, it's all good. She was
8: right. Thank you, Jesus.
7: <clears throat> all right. Moving on. Coming up at <laughs> 32 minutes after the hour, we're gonna do some Ask the Clo. Right after this. You're listening Listening, to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, time to ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer, you. And this one is from Treasure in uh, PG County, Maryland. Treasure writes, I'm 29 years old and my boyfriend is 30. We've been together four years and I only have sex with him on special occasions and when we travel. Recently, he told me his sexual needs aren't being met. I want to tell him that he has to put a ring on it if he wants unlimited sex from me, but I have not said it because I never want him to think I'm pressuring him to propose to me. I also don't want to run him away by withholding sex any longer. What's the best way to handle this issue? I love this. Perfect for you, CLO.
6: Well, I think you've kind of already ran him away. Mm -hmm. See, once a man come to you and, and decides to mention it to you, Remi- I want you to understand something about us. We just mentioning it to you now, mm-hmm. Oh, we've been feeling it. By the time a man bring it up,
2: come on, oh, it, that's uh-huh. been <laughs> mm-hmm. on our mind a long,
6: time. long time. Before we bring it up, <laughs> when we bring it up, it's aggravating us now. It ain't bothering us no more. It's aggravating us. So when he made the announcement to you, your sexual needs ain't being met, and then you didn't do nothing to meet them because you only have sex. On uh, special occasions.
7: Yes, and when they and travel. And when
6: y'all travel. Mm-hmm.
7: mm mm-hmm.
6: Okay. mm That's the only time you having sex.
5: <laughs> oh. <laughs> See there. Oh. I was wondering if you were going to say mm-hmm. that.
6: <laughs> That's the only time you having sex. You, you you waiting on 4th of July and Labor Day. and, what? and, and You know. And then you well, might, might give him some on, on It's not
7: wrong for her to want him to put a ring on it, though.
6: Ain't nothing wrong with that.
7: Yeah. Not at all. Right. right.
6: But you passing our tail, you know. <laughs> hey.
7: Special yeah. occasions. On special occasions. It. Oh, it's Christmas.
6: <laughs> here you go. I need it when you're even mad at me. I need No, wait oh. a minute. What are you doing? <laughs> it's the 18th. Thanksgiving yeah. is next right, Thursday. Right,
5: right. <laughs> <Yeah>. What? Yeah. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Wait a minute What you mean The time Got went back That's special Well I don't do
1: that <laughs> Time went back <laughs> Yeah Cause dude's Gonna come back It's sad
6: <laughs> <laughs> You know We met on a sad day yeah. oh, yeah. So she Man. says
7: She never wants him To think she's Pressuring him To propose to her We've been so. together Four years mm-hmm. so. But
6: listen It's not pressuring You have every right I've said it a million times You have every right to be a part of where your life goes. Okay. And it's not pressuring, it's what you want. So I don't know how you're gonna get what you want without asking for it. That's right. Men I don't read minds real good, I can tell you that right now. We're kinda stupid when so it so comes to that. <laughs> yeah. I bet they live together, dog. Probably. They live. Well if they don't, he sure ain't having sex just on
7: special occasions.
3: <laughs>
7: so. All right, we're moving on. Jean in Salt Lake City says, I've been married for 12 years, and I have a sister that's 55 years old and has never been married because she's waiting for her friends with benefits relationship to get serious. The guy has been stringing her along for almost five years, and he's 63 and will never leave his wife. He has been sneaking around and telling his wife that my sister is an old friend from his hometown, how can I get her to see this man ain't going anywhere?
6: <laughs> it's hard to convince a person like that who hasn't set in his mind that he is going somewhere. Mm. Your problem ain't the fact that you want to tell her he ain't going nowhere. The problem is she believes he will go somewhere. Mm. See, there's a little distinct difference. Take out of it what you think. And I want you to consider what she thinks. She thinks it's a possibility. Now, you know it's not. It's been 12 years, she said. Or she been married 12 years. And he's 63.
7: It's been five
6: years. Five years?
7: For the couple. It's not going
6: away. Waiting on these friends with benefits to change. Your relationship is what it is. You the friend with a benefit. He done told his wife you his friend. (laughs) Right. Mm. You've accepted the title of friend. You ain't finna be no more. you number two. I keep telling y'all, we don't promote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't do in-house promotions.
7: Yeah. Jay and Tommy made that quite clear while you were out. Yeah.
6: You don't get to be number two for a long period of time, knowing there's a number one, and then get moved up to number one. Thank that you. ain't
7: what we do. All right, moving on. DeShondaland out of Tennessee says I'm in my mid 40s and I've dated some werewolves lately I am always well groomed from head to toe meaning I wax and remove all body hair regularly the last two men I dated were fine with being ungroomed and said it's too girly for a man to be clean-shaven or neatly groomed down there my last boyfriend would leave his stubbly hair in my sheets and in my shower when he stayed at my place why is it that men consider it as being too feminine if their hair is neatly groomed all over C-L-O club? If you're
6: talking about, oh.
7: Yes, she is. Thank you.
6: Shave <laughs> in that area. Oh, yes. yes, you must have beaten, lost your damn mouth. <laughs> you.
8: That's exactly what she
7: said. How about. do
6: you, girl.
7: She said down <laughs> there.
6: We have.
7: <laughs> what?
6: Oh. Um, we have extremities.
7: Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. uh,
6: parts that uh, c- is connected and hang. Yeah.
0: They can't run into
6: stubble. Yeah. <laughs> it's too shocking. <laughs> mm. He's never been stabbed before. He can't do this all day.
7: So she should get used to being with werewolves is what you're saying. I'm so not saying they awesome.
6: werewolves, but ain't nobody finna to clean up. Not, 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 not shade. ball, wow. <laughs> well,
8: Girl, wax. I'm
6: no, see, ladies. Know, ladies, ladies wax. Ladies wax and do. Uh,
8: Laser. Some
6: things and it's appreciated yeah. and, you know.
5: So you but, wouldn't consider laser hair removal? <laughs> oh yeah, laser. Laser. <laughs>
3: laser <laughs> All right, laser go next CLO. to Larry. <laughs>
5: what?
8: <laughs> Coming up next, it is the nephew who'd run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey morning show
7: coming up at the top of the hour miss ann is standing by with today's national news and in entertainment news guess what guys drake is picking the playlist for Monday night football and in other hmm. entertainment news yeah interesting huh mm. tupac tupac was the one who helped michael k williams break into hollywood in the first place we'll talk what? about all wow. of these stories yeah right i didn't know that right? Neither did wow. I. I no Michael K. Wow. Williams didn't even know it at the time. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Nev?
2: Your baby is going back to pre-K. I know it hurts. <laughs> I know it hurts. But your baby oh, is going back to pre-K. All right? <laughs> okay. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Uh, yes, I'm trying to reach Miss Thomas, please. Uh, my name is Mr. Stapleton. I'm actually the principal over at uh, Elementary School. Mhm. You're. I'm looking at my records indicating that your son Thomas is going to be starting his first grade. Mhm.
9: He's ready. My baby's ready.
2: Right. Listen, Miss Thomas. Um, I've been going through actually all of the children's records. Uh, that will be starting school, and I'm looking at your son's grades mm-hmm. from his kindergarten mm-hmm. year.
9: And he did good. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, no, not exactly. I mean, there's been a few. uh, I actually spoke with the teacher who he was under in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. And it seems like he just really wasn't up to par as the rest of the children.
9: Mm -mm. Now, his conduct. Now, he talks, but he gets his work. So what else is, is she saying on that that ain't right?
2: Well, what it what's what it seems to be, ma'am, is that uh, his grades weren't up to par as the rest of the other children. She did tell me he was a disobedient child.
9: No, he disobedient and talking two different things. Come on.
2: Okay. Well, ma'am, listen. What we've decided here is we're gonna let little d- actually do another year of kindergarten.
9: Oh no, y'all ain't gonna let him do another year of kindergarten, no, sir.
2: Ma'am, that's that's the only choice I'm I have after looking. Uh uh.
9: Mm-mm. No, we got our letter in the mail. With our report card the week after school started, and it said on the back promoted. And if I got to get above this couch and go get it, I'm gonna be Because mm-hmm. 'Cause I'm telling you right now, we will be in the first grade. Kindergarten wasn't that hard. I'm not sure what they told you about him, but it must be the wrong. Well, that ma'am, if, wait, from wait, wait. my
2: understanding, he's he doesn't color as well as the rest of the kids. He's all color. out of it. He's God out of the love. lines when he calls. He doesn't know his numbers completely. And that's kind of what we need when you first come into, uh-uh. Uh, uh-uh. into the first grade.
9: No, uh-uh. when I can show you on this paper, he did satisfactory all the way through. Now, you about to me off, and I'm already sick, calling me with some about my son... Plunk in kindergarten. He ain't that kind of He dog. does you not must...
2: color well, ma'am. Listen, he...
9: color ain't got nothing to do with the gum kindergarten. He is going to the first grade, and I'll be down there on August 24th. He,
2: ma'am, I... I will not be able to allow you I'm to get sorry. into school I'm on sorry. August 20 I'm you
9: sorry. Would... mister. I'm sorry. uh uh-uh. and, and let me get, I'll tell you what, let me go in and get my pencil and pen, because I don't live that far from this school. And if y'all are already down there causing some conflict, I need to get up and go down there, because I'm not telling my baby when he come home today that he ain't going to the gum first
2: grade. I, I, I hate to say it, but I'm going to have to refuse education Listen, from him on I'm August 24th. You
9: know what? I just went back and put him in public school. I know that was a mistake in the first place. Boom, with y'all talking about some coloring. Give me your name again, sir
2: Stapleton, ma'am.
9: And what's that number down there?
2: The number here is actually area code. No.
9: Uh uh-uh, uh, wait a minute. Though, uh, I got the number. Never mind. I pulled up this report card. I got the number and your name on the back of this paper. I tell you what, August 24th, we'll be coming in there going to school, and I might make a trip around there this evening when I come from the doctor. Ma'am, to make uh, sure uh, that the you bottom line, the right ma'am, stuff. is I'm not going to. I don't going... want to hear that. <laughs> calling, ain't got nothing to do with nothing there. It's, have it's, the it's, paper. it's I'm not sorry. only coloring. His
2: arithmetic is back. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Are you working with him at home? No, Are you doing no, anything I'm as with a my parent?
9: what you trying to say? I'm an incompetent parent?
2: I'm just asking, as a parent, are you working with your child? Yes, and- I'm working with my child
9: every day. He can read better than you, probably.
2: No, he can't read better.
9: I'm oh, the yes, principal. he of- can read better than you because, obviously, you read that wrong well on that paper that you supposed to be going back to kindergarten when I know the paper said for me, going to the first grade, and I'm not listening to no more of this about him going backwards. Now, if you got a problem with your paperwork, maybe you need to go talk to your secretary or somebody in there that wrote my baby name down. Your
2: your son's name, Thomas, ma'am.
9: I know it ain't him, baby. I know it ain't him. You not gonna sit up and tell me my son is fucking kindergarten. He is not going back to that kindergarten. Don't
2: bring your son
9: down here August the 24th. Do you hear me? I tell you what, be ready to whip me and my husband. We will be down there August the 4th, backpack, shoes, uniform, everything. You hear me? I will not be able to allow him an education. I will come down there right now and make that correction on that paper for you. Because my baby is not going back to no kindergarten for no coloring. Can you bring him down here and let him color for me so uh, I can... are you talking about coloring, arithmetic, and all this stuff? No, uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, I'm sorry. Uh Uh-uh. We will be down there August the 24th. I will have this card in my head that says you have been promoted to the first grade and he gonna have a d- smile on his face and so are you. I got one more thing I need to tell what? you. Man. Are, are you listening to me? I'm listening. You ain't saying nothing yet. You better say something that sounds like the first grade because I'm not playing. I would go down to this gun administrator office and I had d- fire because my son would be in that first grade. Who are you I'm raising 24.
10: your voice
2: at? Who
9: are you raising your voice I'm at? I'm talking to you. you talking crazy to me. I'm talking crazy to you. What? I'm a grown woman. I don't need to be explaining to you why I'm trying to defend did you, my did, son. Did you graduate? Uh, honey, I am a college degree person. I have a great job. My husband and I do well for ourselves and for our children, and that's why we know. You're not even at, you're not even stuff. at work right now, man. Listen, I'm sick, fool. I told you that when you called here, waiting right on the doctor to call me now. I'm probably missing my phone call. Can you call her? Cause your son can't can come. Call her. What kind of. Question is that to ask me, can I color? What are you, white or black? You ask me so you ask me, am I colored?
2: No, I ask you, can you color? Like,
9: uh, no, nah, uh, uh, I can't... hear some racist lines in there, can you color? No, uh-uh, mm I, my coloring and me being coloring ain't got nothing to do with none of this. Is this a race thing? No, that it's you trying to make sure you send him back?
2: No, I'm not trying to send him back. I want to send him back to color, to get his coloring I together. I
9: tell you what, that ain't got nothing to do with none, and if you are the head person down there now, you are incompetent, and you are an, an illiterate... Call me and tell me that my son has to go back to the first grade. I got one more thing. You, you know, know what? I tell you what. I'm through with this conversation. I'm through with this. Co-
2: I'm gonna say one more thing, and I'm gonna be out here. Are you listening? I'm listening. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend Felicia. I'm
9: gonna be Felicia's. <laughs> I am gonna beat her <laughs> mother. <laughs> I mean, you're about to get towed out the frame. <laughs> I mean, I'm writing numbers and every. That. I'm recording <laughs> everything. I'ma beat her, cause she know I don't play when it come to my kids. Okay, that's
2: all right. All right, but one more question now. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey
9: Morning <laughs> Show, baby. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't to care nothing about that
2: woman getting upset with me. I don't care <laughs> nothing about, about, yeah, about that. It's
1: back to school time. I don't care nothing about that. It just got in there.
2: <laughs> And if I got, got to get up off my class, couch, huh? cause I'm look, I'm sick, now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: she
5: was not happy with that color stuff. What you, you mean uh, am uh, I
1: colored? Uh, am uh, I colored? Let, let me drop this to... on
2: you. It's morning time. And in the morning time, you need something good to eat. And why not have some grits? Just good grits. G-R-I-T-Z. Go to just good grits. The nephew got two flavors for you right now. They are dying to get them. I got chefs calling me for grits. You don't understand how good these grits are. They flavored, baby, (laughs) all the way through. Holler at your boy. All
7: right, thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this
1: and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org ourblood to make an appointment now.
7: All right, so Drake is taking his talents to the NFL. We know what a big sports guy he is. Uh, He's taking his talents to the NFL as part of a new partnership. No, Drake is not signing up with a team or joining the broadcast department. You didn't think that did you. You didn't think that did you. Mm -mm. No, he's not joining the the broadcast desk. Instead, he's being tapped to help Monday Night Football in the playlist department, you know, someplace where he has some real expertise. ESPN says that uh, Drake will be in charge of selecting music for 10 games this upcoming season, noting that he'll use a mix of his own music plus tracks from other artists. Hmm, Kanye? Hmm. <laughs> don't es- start uh, okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you gonna start this mess this morning sure? already already <laughs> okay.
7: ESPN's VP yeah. of sports marketing okay. talked to Drake um you know, about his latest gig, saying, who better to curate music for Monday Night Football than Drake, who sits firmly at the intersection of music and sports? We couldn't be more excited for this upcoming collaboration. It sounds like fun, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Drake going to pick yeah. some
5: heaters, some too, I bet. Oh, it's going to be James. fun. Yeah. That's right.
7: Yeah, going to
2: DJ this thing.
1: That's yeah, it's going to be fire. <laughs> Are
7: you ready for some football? He can football? just play his album.
1: Just play the album, Drake. <laughs> just play the album, and then we good. Right. Right. A certified lover boy. A
7: certified yes. lover boy. All right. Well, uh, in other entertainment news, there's this clip going around. I don't know if you guys, I think we all saw this, um, of Michael K. Williams' interview where um, he recalls that uh, Tupac helped him land his first movie role. Um, in the snippet, it's from a 2018 People TV interview. Williams says Pac helped him break into Hollywood. Williams was up for the role of Tupac's brother in the movie Bullet, and there were no auditions for the role, so it came down to which Polaroid shot Pac liked best. And Williams says he saw me and my picture and saw that scar and was like, yo, go find this dude. He looks thugged mm. out enough to play my little brother. Michael K. Williams didn't even know that Tupac was his co-sign, and that helped him land the role until... Tupac actually told him the story on set between takes, and sadly, since Michael K. Williams' death is an apparent drug overdose, there are reports that uh, the NYPD is looking for the drug dealers. Wow, mm-hmm. great wow. story though. Yeah. yeah, about, about how he was discovered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by Pop. That's, cool. That's yeah. when
2: you never get rid of that scar. You keep that. I scar.
7: told you that
5: scar. <laughs> His trademark signature yes. That's yes, Yeah, yes. signature. Yeah. Yeah, so many celebrities uh, yesterday and over the weekend just posting just wonderful, nice Mm -hmm. things about Michael K. Williams. And everybody's just saying... The same thing. He was so nice. And just like you said, Tommy, just so talented. So Boardwalk awesome. Empire. My husband
2: loved oh,
5: yeah. Great show. that show. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, yes. he was the truth on that show. Just, I
7: love just you talent. can go watch that Lovecraft. again and yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He's such an artist. He's oh, He was yeah. such an yeah. artist. I mean, yeah. everybody is saying that on social media about him and how nice he was to the set, I remember, right. and to the crew. Uh, I remember someone posted that even if he wasn't working this one day, he wasn't working, but he went on set and just, you know, gave everybody a hug, a handshake, encouragement, support, all of that. You know, what a good it wow. one. It's, it's so gentleman.
2: important to be nice to your crew. It's so mm-hmm. important. Come Wild in and nice. say good morning that's to true. everybody. you got to do that. That's To me, that's important.
7: Yeah. Mm. R.I.P. Yeah, it is. Again, man. Michael K. Williams. And now, Steve, it is time for today's headlines as we
11: switch gears.
6: Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp.
11: And good morning, everybody out there. Last week, it was Louisiana. Yesterday, President Biden traveled in New York and New Jersey to personally survey the damage done by tropical storms Henri and Ida. Over two dozen garden staters perished in the floodwaters. Thirteen people died in New York. And Biden says the culprit is something that a lot of Americans, especially those belonging to a certain political party, have been denying, climate change.
10: The storms are going to get worse and worse and worse. We've got to listen to the scientists. They all tell us this is code red. The nation and the world are in peril. They've been warning us the extreme weather would get more extreme over the decade. You can see it. If you need help, please go to disasterassistance.gov or call one 800 621 fema one 800
11: Six two one three three six two. Meanwhile, at least 30 uh, percent of New Orleans uh, are, uh, are still without power. And utility companies say customers may, got, may not be back on the line in New Orleans until the end of the month because they have to do their work in swamps and marshes to repair some 22,000 damaged power poles. My goodness. Meanwhile, 8 p.m. curfew remains in effect in the N.O., but garbage collections picked up. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has signed a measure into law that completely overhauls the state's election rules. Uh, people say the new law does nothing but restrict opportunities to vote, especially by minorities. Today, one of the largest Confederate statues in the country coming down. It's a more than 100-year-old statue of Robert E. Lee in Richmond, Virginia, and it's over six stories tall. Good news. Looks like Mr. and Mrs. Jesse Jackson, senior, are both on the men, both diagnosed with COVID recently. But the Reverend Jackson, who was vaccinated, was released earlier from the hospital, sent to rehab as he's dealing with Parkinson's. Mrs. Jacqueline Jackson, who had not been inoculated, was sent to the uh, ICU for some days, but now both have been released from the hospital. Meanwhile, a world class athlete has been hospitalized. Soccer star Pele, considered the greatest player of that sport ever, recovering after having a tumor on his colon removed. Doctors in Sao Paulo say the tumor was discovered during a routine exam. Pele says on Instagram that he will face this match with a smile on his face. He's 80 years old. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
11: All right, Steve, brace yourself. You are back second
7: day in the building. Well, you know what that means. Our resident poet,
1: Junior, has a brand new poem. Unch, i couldn't do it unk. i couldn't i couldn't wait I, I i you know you've been gone so long man i know you know you know my love for you just de- I, you was just in my spirit so well, i wrote a poem for you unk. I did. Right, well,
6: let me just introduce you
1: then, Ladies okay and go gentlemen.
6: ahead go ahead a man that i f- affectionately deemed and termed ladies and gentlemen j rap what does
5: <laughs> that mean, that mean? yeah
6: juniors Raggedy ass poems, yes, yes, you
1: haven't I haven't even am, heard this one yet. Yeah, Steve. but that's okay, Shota. Sure, I embrace it. it. I mean, it, I embrace it, but you know, Uncle, I'm glad you're back. you back. Yeah, Tommy, this is beautiful, man, because I'm glad you're back. And the title for today's poem is called Welcome Back. You know, that's all I came up with. That's the one I'm gonna go with, and it fits because you back. You was gone, <laughs> now you're back. Here it is <clears throat> Welcome Back, welcome back, boss. Where you been this time? While you were away, were we on your mind? Welcome back, boss. What you go to see? You did not call none of us. Your damn show didn't call me. Welcome back, boss. We sure hell did miss you. If you were close, I would grab you, hug you, but I would not kiss you. Welcome back, boss, with love. Now, um, but you left at Steve Harvey, and you come back as a judge? Welcome back. What program was you in for 30 days that you get to be a judge? <laughs> Welcome back. Just want
2: to ask. what? that the end? I didn't but get yeah, the end. Happened, that...
1: that was it. You, you got... mm. Okay. I did say the end. No, you didn't. No, you no, didn't. Did. No, you well, did the end. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying oh, to figure angry, out how you leave and come poet. back. Yeah, yeah you how you leave and come track. back as a judge? What program is this? We and Tommy want to get in too. Mm. Mm. You got
7: sidetracked Junior,
1: mm. here with
6: that judge. Well, no. Let let me go back to what I said in the beginning
5: of the what intro. J.
6: Rap. <laughs> what
5: does that stand
6: for? One more time. Juniors, <laughs> raggedy ass porn. Yeah. I, why, am I wrong for this?
1: Yeah. No, but but you're not wrong. But the fact is, you left at Steve Harvey and you came back as a judge. Who do that? See, Junior.
6: See, Junior. Let me let me help you, dog. It ain't me that's doing it is somebody that's out there working on my behalf Mm. sent by a higher power Mm. that i honor and give credit and glory to i have no idea junior you think you're surprised
7: We got to go, guys. Um, thank you, Junior. The hey, end. Junior,
6: I do need a name for the show, though, because we just use it as a working title, Judge Steve. I don't know what I'm going to call it.
7: I love though. Judge oh. Steve. Okay, we'll work on that. Thank you, Junior. Coming up in 34 minutes after more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this.
8: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What
7: is going on? <sighs> Trending news from our home station in Chicago, V103. Uh, The superintendent of the Chicago Police Department is asking the community to come forward, please, with information to protect the safety of our babies. After at least 60 people, get this, 60 people were injured or killed by gun violence, including children. Uh, This has just happened over the Labor Day weekend of the citywide victims, yeah, of the citywide victims, eight were children. One four year old boy, uh, Michael Moultrie Jr., was hit by gunfire while getting a haircut at a home Friday. Chicago Police Superintendent David Brown called on the community for assistance after the weekend. He said, We need people in the community to come forward. This is beyond trusting police, this is about the safety of our babies. Oh,
6: man. Oh, I this mean, you know, I don't. Uh, Ooh,
5: this is so okay, sick.
6: listen. What, what this police uh, lieutenant mm-hmm. or chief is asking for is uh-huh. is is not unreasonable. Listen, y'all. I I, I understand your distrust of the police. I, I get it. I got your distrust of the complete injustice of the mm-hmm. justice system. Right. But when we allow people, whoever they are, to kill our babies, and there's no consequence for that action right there, we are sick. We are sick ourselves. You cannot allow these people who go around and involve innocent lives, in if it's a gang conflict, if it's a drug conflict, or if you're just in the act of committing a crime, Whatever your cause is, or if you out there selling the beef, or grudge, whatever you doing, and this gunfire causes the life of the innocent. If y'all banging and y'all shoot each other, I, you know we can we can we can write that off to, to gang violence. If you're robbing something and you get shot in the process of you robbing, you you was robbing somebody, you 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 had it coming. If you're defending your home and you break in somebody's house and you get shot, that person got a right to protect their house. Right. I got all of that. Mm-hmm. But when you allow these people in the act of per- per- perpetrating a crime, in the act of a uh, of, of vendetta, grudge, gang violence, mm-hmm. dope deals, to fire off these shots and kill our children, and our innocent citizens, and we don't open our mouth because we don't trust the police department, it's going to be 60 more.
7: Wow. Lord have mercy. And it just keeps happening. Yeah, over one weekend, yeah.
6: And we got to get smarter about ourselves. Yes. Because the Calvary ain't coming over the hill. I've said this before. We've got to do something for ourselves. And protecting our elderly, our innocent citizens, and our children, should be at the forefront. You wanna bang, I can't stop you. You wanna sell dope, I can't stop you. You wanna commit robberies, I can't stop you. I wish I could, wish I had words that could stop it all, but I don't. But what you cannot do in the process is to take the lives of innocent citizens, good people. Ain't got nothing to do with your war. ain't got no to do with your vendetta, ain't got nothing to do with this deal that went bad for you and these babies losing their lives. But we so busy not snitching, we letting these people continue. I got your distrust of the police department and the justice system. So who you gonna put your trust in? The people that's out here shooting? Cause they ain't aiming. Mm. They just shooting. I'm just asking everybody, we have to think about this.
2: They used and- to look out for elderly people and- in, in Man,
6: we can't out do out this there. to them. What is
5: going on? What is the world <sighs> coming to? Yeah. This is heartbreaking.
7: Yeah. This is a... You're right, Steve. I yes, mean, you were we so right. To... All right. We're going to switch gears here, and uh, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this.
8: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, get a load of this, my husband likes other women. Mm. (laughs) I I said, my husband likes other women. We'll get into that in just a few, but right now the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev?
2: You know, it was a famous movie, but it's also a famous prank. What's that? The preacher's wife. The yeah,
7: Preachers.
2: Whitney and yeah, well, and one, This one ain't with Whitney, but this is this, this, this world famous too, though. You understand what I'm saying? The Preachers. What? Let's go, Cat Dog.
12: Hello?
2: Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Sister Angela. Sister Angela, please. This is she. How you doing? My name is Brother Clayton. I'm I'm calling you from our greatest Baptist church. How you doing this morning?
12: I'm fine. I'm fine. Good to hear from you, brother.
2: Yeah, listen, I, I know that um, your husband, Reverend uh, Reverend Jonathan, is actually uh, one of the candidates that we may be choosing to be our pastor since yes. our past pastor has stepped down.
12: Yes, yes, yes. I'm I'm, I'm very proud of my husband. Um, uh, I think he'll make a very good candidate, as a matter
2: of fact. Here at the church, we've been asking a lot of the deacons and, and, and um, assistant uh uh, ministers here have been asking different questions, different things that they would be doing once they uh, became pastor. You know, like your first 100 days, what would you try and change here at the church, or try and make better, okay. so to speak? Yeah. Did, did but
12: you need but to what we my husband he's not here right now. Did you need
2: to speak to him? No, not right now. What what we decided to do, uh, uh, Sister Angela, is actually call the wives and ask them a few questions.
12: Oh, okay, that's a little different. Uh, sure.
2: And we don't we don't want to take up too much of your time. You know, a, a lot of times, uh, if a pastor is stressed at home, nine times out of ten he's likely to be stressed at the church. So I, I guess my 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 biggest question to you is: Is your husband stressed at home?
12: Uh, no, not that I know of. I, he eats regularly. He's on a good diet. You know, he gets his. Goes to the doctor regularly. Gets his physical. Um, pretty good at home. I don't have a reason to believe that he's stressed. I, he certainly hasn't brought anything to my attention.
2: Okay. Not, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't think you follow me, Sister. Sister Angela. What I'm saying is, is, is he stressed behind closed doors? Is he stressed in in that fashion?
12: Um, I'm not. I'm not too sure I follow you. You say behind closed doors. What, is, what exactly did you mean by
2: that? Is, is, he, is he stressed at, uh, in, in, in y'all's relations? Is he stressed?
12: Are you asking me about my personal business, brother?
2: Well, what I'm saying is if he's stressed at home, he'll be stressed at the church. And if he's stressed at the church, then the members are stressed, then the congregation is stressed. Um, so the stress starts with you. Excuse me. If you are making sure that he's all right at home, he's gonna be all right at the
12: church. Um, I'm sorry, brother. What, what was your name? Brother Clayton. Brother Clayton. I appreciate uh-huh. you um, conducting whatever interviews you guys need to conduct with the candidates, wise. Uh, I do think that's pretty much personal territory, and I really don't want to answer those kind of questions.
2: It's it's, it's not personal. Sister Angela, when there's so many other people involved. See, that's why I'm asking you the question, is your man Brother stressed Clayton. behind? Brother Clayton, cloak?
12: I could assure you yes. that my husband is not stressed at home if I get your drift. Okay. He is not stressed behind closed doors, brother. And I would appreciate you if you don't call with these kind of questions. Are you asking other candidates why these kind of questions?
2: Well, uh, I was the one uh, uh, dedicated to call to give you a call, and that's the question that I decided to come up with because I want to know if a man is going to be stressed because if he's going to have tension at, at the church, then, then the congregation is going to have tension, the church is going to have tension, and the church cannot brother move Clayton. forward in the direction on which brother we're Clayton. going.
12: My Mm -hmm. husband and I have been married 25 years, and they've been 25 good years, if you get my drift, okay? He is not stressed at home. And whatever goes on at home, my husband has sense enough not to take it to the church. That is not something he's going to do. So you don't have to worry about anybody else being stressed at the congregation, in the pulpit, nowhere, okay? We have our stuff together at home, and I appreciate it if you don't ask me those kind of questions. Now, you can find something else to ask me.
2: But well, sometimes a, a a a woman does not realize that that her husband is stressed. You understand you, that there, there's a possible way that you don't know that he's stressed. Brother so Clayton, how can you get? Huh? Let me get your phone.
12: As a matter of fact, let me get your full name. What's your first
2: name? Uh, let's just go with Brother Clayton right now. And could you please answer this question? How can you guarantee that he is fully not
12: stressed? Brother Clayton, i <clears throat> call calling the Lord real quick. Hold on, Brother Clayton. I'm an honorable woman. A I'm a woman who stands by my man, okay? But you okay, are asking okay. me some questions that are uh, very personal, very private, very confidential. You are asking me questions that that, that are uh, a question of the sanctity of my marriage, okay? My husband is not stressed. And if I need how to be are, real clear, be... I don't send him away from my home stressed, okay?
2: How do you not? I know. But what are you doing to make sure it's, that it's less stress? Brother
12: Clayton, I'm about to end this phone call, okay? Now, if you... I'm not no, we're gonna not going to end question. this phone if call until that we
2: know. we. I need to know that Reverend Jonathan is not stressed at home. They, they assigned me to talk to you, and that's so what, what I'm going to do, and My, I'm going to leave. Okay, he is not
12: stressed. I don't know who told you that. The man is not stressed. Is he acting stressed around you? He's You're, not acting he, stressed he, at home.
2: I bet you... I bet you he's stressed because you're stressing me right now. Now, we're both stressed out. How can we understand that that man is not brother, stressed?
12: That, that's the end of this conversation. Do you understand me? Give me your full name right now.
2: Give me some intimate you details, and then I'll the line, give you my brother. number.
12: You I ju- cross the line. You wait till my husband gets here. If this is going to cost him a candidacy, then so be it. We'll find another church. I'd have some choice words for you right now. Ooh, Brother Clayton. I will give you my name right, right now. Do you have yes, a pen? Yes, I'm going to write it right
2: now. The letter N, N is in Nancy. Nancy. E mm-hmm. P you moving
12: slow. What I know how to spell now. Talk up faster. N-E-P-H-E-W. What kind
2: of name is that? Nephew.
12: Your name is Nephew Clayton?
2: My name ain't Nephew Clayton. My name is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your husband, Reverend Jonathan. Hold
12: on. <laughs> You said this is nephew Tommy.
2: <laughs> this is oh, nephew Tommy. Oh, my God. From the, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your oh. husband got me to prank phone call you.
12: Oh, Lord, I'm going to kill him. Oh, Lord, I don't mean that. I don't mean that. Oh, my <laughs> God. Boy, y'all didn't trust me. Y'all <laughs> didn't trust me this morning. I can't believe I let him get me. You know, I've heard these pranks before. I... Oh, my God. Tommy, I will tell you if this was 25 years ago, brother, I (laughs) cussed up a storm. I'm so glad I'm a saved woman.
2: (laughs) Well, listen, listen, can I ask you one more thing? Yes. What is the baddest radio show in the land?
12: The Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to leave. Not knowing if he's stressed or not, all right?
1: <laughs> I, I know he's stressed at home because you're stressing me. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, that was it right there. I'm not hanging <laughs> up
7: until I get the intimate details. What? I need intimate oh, details. Right. Of
2: you and your man, all right?
7: All up in their bedroom.
1: Oh, man. Is-
2: yeah. You're going to get in there, get in there. Get in there. Yeah, yeah. Get in there. Get in there and get some grits. Go to JustGoodGrits.com. G R I T Z. G R I T Z. JustGoodGrits.com. I promise you, they are the truth. Try, them. try just, 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 just try it. I can't and I wait. promise you, I love I, it. I, I, just try. I got chefs ordered them. I got people all over the country order them. They are called Just Good Grits. Just Good Grits with a Z on the end.com. Mm-hmm. And I promise you, I got two flavors right now. Third flavors being worked up. Y'all are going to love Tommy's Grits. All right, with the the Lord say the same. We're going to be sitting on the shelf in about another hey. year. I promise you. All right? Thin that up. You got, to, you, got to, you got to throw that out there. That's how you have to do that. You got to throw that out there.
1: Exercise your faith time. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> I'm right, not nephew. stressed about
2: my
7: grits. Thank you. Coming up next, Strawberry Letters Subject My Husband Likes Other Women. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening
8: to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24 7 US based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org to make an appointment now.
7: Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air. You hear that? Just like we're going to read this one right now.
2: Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter.
7: Subject Show Business Isn't For Everyone. Mm -hmm. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 50 year old devoted wife with a big problem. I've been married to a great man for 23 years and we have two kids in college. He's a great provider and we both have solid careers, but he has always had a big dream. He wants to be a big Broadway actor. My husband wants badly to be an actor, but he's never been Mm -hmm. able to make it work. He's auditioned for a lot of commercials. He's taking taking acting classes, and he has wasted our money on hustling his way into some (laughs) big auditions, but each time he was rejected. The most he's achieved is some unpaid adult roles in the local children's theater. To put it plainly, he can't act worth a darn, and, and he can't sing to save his life. I love him. But it's the truth. Our friends and family have sat through too many bad productions and local plays, and I simply can't do it anymore. We constantly have to lie and tell him he's good, and we know that we are giving him false encouragement. My biggest problem is now that our kids are in college, he has come up with the crazy idea of moving to New York so he can finally make it big as an actor. He has no professional experience, but he thinks he just needs to be discovered to get his first big break. I don't know how to tell him it's not going to happen without crushing his spirit. What is a wife to do when you know your man's hopes uh, most likely will never be a reality? Steve, you're a superstar. So what advice do you have for someone who has to tell their spouse they're definitely not (laughs) going to make it? He can't uproot my life with a delusion. Please help. Well, does he have any talent at all? On, Nothing.
2: Wrong way.
7: <laughs> Nothing, because on one hand, you definitely need to stop lying to him. You and and all your friends and I mean, you all have to tell him the truth. If you really love him like you say you do, and uh, th- those are really his friends, you guys have to sit him down and tell him the truth. Maybe he didn't take enough acting classes. Sometimes, you know, maybe he needs more. You know, sometimes. You can, you know, maybe. On the other hand, you you don't want to be the one to just kill his dream. This is a dream of his, so you know you gotta you you have to support him as a wife, uh, because you know he's going to be crushed to know that you really don't believe in him. All right, uh, but obviously he believes in him in himself, which is a good thing, no matter how many rejections he's gotten. Because I mean. Actors say this all the time about the rejections they have to deal with, and and they do have to deal with a lot of rejection. And and no, I don't think that you should uproot your life, but I, I do think, you know, maybe you should have one more good chance for him, you know, give him a chance to pursue his dream, you know, pick a date. Uh, set up some auditions, send out some videotapes, video audition, video auditions, and if he gets a bite, if he gets you know a callback or something, maybe then he can go to New York. If it's something, something permanent, okay. But I would encourage him to keep taking those classes because I don't think he should kill his dream.
2: Been I don't. Get, been
7: <laughs> he hasn't. He hasn't. Shirley, Shirley. <laughs> I
0: don't
6: want her to crush st- him. You gotta I just tell the truth, sir. time, we, this time <laughs> out for this. Too old for this 50 years old you have been with this man 23 years he ain't made it yet the damn kids is gonna have degrees for he makes it <laughs> he's a great provider that's what he is yeah. got a solid career that's what that's what he is but he's always had a big dream he wants to be a big Broadway actor my husband wants badly be an actor But he ain't never been able to make it work. He done auditioned for commercials. He he taking acting classes. He he, he done wasted money hustling his way into some big auditions. And every time he rejected. Because he can't act. (laughs) (laughs) Your damn husband can't act. (laughs) But what is, that's why he always get, that's why he got to hustle his way into these auditions. Ain't nobody asked him to come down there. <laughs> they had mm-hmm. him at the other audition. He can't act. <laughs> the most he's achieving is some unpaid adult roles in a local children's theater. <laughs> wow.
4: Now his act?
6: old fat ass is somewhere heated treat. The tree? You in the children's theater, your big ass is the tree. (laughs) You're wrong for that. To put it plainly, he can't act worth a damn. I said this two letters, two sentences in. (laughs) He can't act worth a damn and can't sing to save his life. So if somebody had a gun on him and said... If you can sound like any record out today, I won't shoot you. His ass will be shot. I love him, but it's the truth. And the truth will set you free. Friends and family to set through too many bad productions and local plays. And I can't do it no damn more. Just sitting up lying to his old ass, telling him he's good. And we know we're giving him false encouragement. Your ass ain't nothing but a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: tell
6: you. Now, he done came up with some crazy idea to move into New York. You know how much it costs living live in New York? Man, yeah. Ain't no finna hide his old ass, and he ain't been nothing but a tree.
5: <laughs> <laughs> when
6: we come back, I'm going to tell you the rest of it.
7: How right. about you don't want to kill his dreams. Ain't no damn dream. All right, we'll have part two of Steve's very sweet response coming up at 23 (laughs) after the hour. Uh, Today's subject is show business isn't for everyone. It isn't for everyone, and it may not be for your husband. Uh, We'll be back with part two at 23 after, right after this.
8: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Subject, show business isn't for everyone.
6: Fifty-year-old man been married to this fifty-year-old dude. Fifty-year-old woman she been married to this man twenty-three years. Kids and went off to college. He been trying to make it as an actor all this time. He he can't. He had been auditions. He always get rejected. He'd hustle his way into big auditions. He always get d- 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 rejected. <laughs> he, he just he can't act. You know he done been in some unpaid adult roles in a local children's theater. We all know what that means. He can't act worth a damn. He can't sing worth a damn. He's a good <laughs> provider, but other than that, he's not worth a damn. <laughs> now let's just be clear. Wow. Friends and family, they set through too many bad productions and local plays, and you can't do it no more. Well, you, you think you can't do it? Your friends is damn show tired. No. Ah, <laughs> oh, here he can. He probably won them plays where he's selling tickets to it.
3: <laughs> oh, Everybody call. in the play mm-hmm. got to
6: sell 15 tickets. Yeah, that's probably what he doing. <laughs> uh, now he can't act. I was scared when I first saw this letter that but it but
3: huh?
6: cuz I thought it was about somebody I knew.
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs> but then it, it it turned on me cuz you know, oh, what? he do want to be a big Broadway actor.
3: <laughs> what are you saying? What?
6: I heard him giving up (laughs) online. He never been able to make it work. Now, I was just saying it was somebody I know. He auditioned for a lot of commercials. He he took acting classes, but then it started going bad because he said, but he can't act worth a damn. So then I knew it wasn't Tommy because Tommy ass can act. <laughs> but at first, I was very he scared. He was on board. He was on board. Oh, I was gonna do it, but then you know, it said he can't act well for damn, and that's Tommy can really act though. So uh. I had to, I had to back up off. That. <laughs> so it's not nobody I know. He has no professional experience. He just thinks he needs to be discovered to get his first big break. I don't know how to tell him it's not gonna happen without crushing his spirit. We got to get this spirit crushed. No. <laughs> we have gotten got- be soon before y'all mess around and he find a place in Manhattan and y'all ass gonna starve to death. <laughs> <laughs> Going up there trying to be a, 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 a starving actor. Uh, now listen to me. Okay. First of all, here's the truth. This is not a dream that you're crushing. This is his delusion. He's delusional. He's not dreaming. This is a delusion. Oh,
2: mm. And if you
6: go tonight, if you go to New York, this is gonna become a nightmare.
1: <laughs>
6: Here's something else we need to come to the realization.
2: What?
6: All dreams don't come true. Mm-hmm. They don't. Sixteen years old, I dream of Michelle Pierce.
7: It's always making it about you. It's always
6: about you. <laughs> Because then people can respect your transparency, and maybe he can see some of <laughs> him in me.
2: <laughs> what am
6: I now, I dreamed you? of Michelle Pierce at mm-hmm. 16.
7: Okay. What happened?
6: Michelle Pierce been married twice to everybody but me.
5: <laughs> <laughs> she could have been Michelle Harvey. Michelle Pierce
6: came to one of my shows in Columbus, Ohio, with her husband.
1: Uh-huh. Mm. They said, "Oh my God, That's
6: just handsome! I can't believe you've made it." She called me handsome. Mm,
2: she, got I, you. Uh, she got you. She
6: got
1: you. I
6: I knew she was lying there. <laughs> I, like somebody else, have never really heard that before. And it threw me.
7: What do you mean like someone else? What? what, He he back over here? No, (laughs) No, I didn't say (laughs) nothing. He just said like someone else. If you
6: throw
2: a rock (laughs)
6: in a pack of dogs, Mm. the one that holler is the one you hit. Junior knows he's not attractive. Jay knows he's not attractive.
2: Well aware of it. <laughs> See I love him. <laughs> See that? I'm not. I'm not getting in this line. You said no argument here. The the only J. one <laughs> on this
6: show that got a problem with it is mm. the one that's ugly. <laughs> uh, I'm
2: not getting in this line. But I did. So very now, well y'all, as an ugly man. No, I'm, I'm with you. I agree with you on that.
6: Yeah. yeah. All dreams don't come true. I mm-hmm. want to be handsome. Now, if y'all, if you don't put this out of his head, y'all ass gonna be in New York. And I can't tell you how much that's gonna cost, and these great careers y'all got gonna be over because his job don't transfer to New York. Because <laughs> he gonna be up there in the back of some Broadway theater sweeping, sweeping, trying to be Evelyn Champagne King that he just gonna bust out singing. <laughs> Love is all I can want. Then he gonna get fired from the mopping job. <laughs> we need to stop this before it like gets started. You and your friends need to sit down. Yeah. It's really not the friends. Don't the include your friends. Right. You have to sit down as the wife and go, honey. Listen,
7: hurry, Steve.
6: You can't. You can't act or sing.
7: All right. Thank you, and Steve. if you don't stop
6: this, I'm gonna leave you. Okay?
7: No. <laughs> Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Instagram Sorry. and Facebook. <laughs> At Steve Harvey FM. Also check out the Strawberry Letter Podcast on Demand. Now coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Junior is here with sports talk
8: right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All
7: right, time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior?
1: All right, Shirley. Well, uh, tell me, look, this was been talked about, man. You know the, the NFL season starts tomorrow. We got the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. Game one in Tampa. Who you got? Uh, uh, Oh, I got Tampa Bay, the people that got the trophy, the champions. <laughs> That's who I got. Come <laughs> go with the ones that I already got. I'm not, I'm sorry, I ain't got nothing against the Cowboys. I'm just not a Cowboy fan. Just gonna go with Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. That's what I'm going with. But question, the question on oh, the ain't table is. i a
6: Cowboy is, fan. I ain't no proof for Cowboys.
1: <laughs> yeah, ain't nobody, ain't nobody really. Love the not Cowboy a, players. Yeah. Uh-huh. I like
6: Zeke now. I like Dak. I love Deion. I love Michael Irvin. I love Emmitt. Yeah. I knew them boys. Love You the don't players. like the fans. No, I don't like the team. I don't like the mm-hmm. America's team and that star and all that. And I love Jerry Jones. It's the damnedest okay. thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's this sounds crazy, thing. huh? <laughs> I know it's on him, I can't even explain this hate. It's,
1: it's the damnedest <laughs> thing. He <laughs> I can't explain, explain this eight. hate. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but let's get your take on this. Okay, they've it's trending, right? So, you know, it's a big deal now between the players being vaccinated or not vaccinated. Now, 93% of the players in the league are vaccinated. Let's just put that out there first. But should it be mandated that the NFL players be man uh, um, vaccinated? Should it be a mandate in the league?
6: To me, yeah, I, I believe it should be.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: Because it's such a team sport. And too many guys rely. That's a sport where everybody relies on the other guy. If you miss a block, the play is blown. If you miss your route, the play could be blown. Right. If you missed the snap, a play could be blown.
2: If 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 I'm the cornerback and the, and I know the wide receiver ain't been vaccinated, I'm not gonna tackle him. I'm just gonna let this go, dog. I just I'm not gonna be
1: playing. You to be playing? That'd be your last play corner, on that
2: team. I need, I need everybody <laughs> to have a <the> shot. <laughs>
1: no. you know no, you I mean, gotta
6: come in that locker room with the other guys. Mm-hmm. Football is truly a team sport, man. Yes, it is, and it's so many guys. I understand what people saying that they don't want the vaccine. I, I'm I'm tired of arguing with them. Yeah. But I, I just, uh, you know, like some women who saying. are trying to conceive uh, have concerns about the vaccine. I understand that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But
6: these theories about they trying to kill black people, I've know. been past that right there. Yeah. We're like, we we not like going. Yeah. Uh-uh.
1: Yeah. So, but if, if you work for a team, if you if you if you a staff, if you if you you a referee, you have to be vaccinated if you're working with the NFL. They all got to be vaccinated, you know. The team so that's that's what the issue. Is. I, I think to play a player, I mean, it's football hell. You make a lot of money to tackle somebody, throw a football, catch it, Ooh, or run around. route. To play a game, then to take play the, a the game. damn shot, then let's get the damn shot <laughs> <little> <laughs> so we don't have shot. to lose this season.
10: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, that's what it's
7: ultimately about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cause I, am not watching
1: cornhole no more.
6: Oh, the Cornhole Championships.
1: (laughs) All right,
7: Junior. (laughs) Thank you. Coming up more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at the top of the hour
1: right after this.
8: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now.
7: All right, guys, in trending political news, Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott is at it again. He has banned 24-hour and drive-through voting. The bill also makes it difficult for voters to vote by mail. Uh, Republican governors are pushing for more restrictive voting bills to support Trump's big lie election laws from 2020. And, I mean, is, when is this guy going to stop? Peace so it's, it's,
2: can you not mail in your vote? What does that mean, making it difficult? What what does that mean?
7: Is this going to be more difficult for a shorter period of time, for sure? Well, and you saw but
5: you what can they still mail 20, your vote in.
7: But you saw what they did in the 2020
5: election, Tommy. Took away mailboxes from certain yeah. areas. Yeah, they was packing yeah. mailboxes all, Yeah, making all it very them. inconvenient, you know, yeah. for you to do that. going to do it again.
7: I, I would even be scared if my if my ballot would even reach my home at this point. The way they're doing things, right. I even these to get a people,
6: This is all racism. Yeah,
7: they don't it's want all I,
6: racism I, and bigotry. I'm sick. Mm-hmm. You know, man, we got to beat them at country. their own game, though. Yeah. We got to beat them at their own. Yeah. Game. It's a way to do it.
1: Yeah.
6: But as soon as these elections come up, we dedicated to it.
7: Oh yeah. Uh, yes. Speaking of that, there's an election what on the 14th in california governor uh, governor yeah for for a oh, governor for a gavin newsom a to
5: keep yes. his
1: job yes mm-hmm. hey, what is larry elder running for about governor, larry
5: elder? governor governor republican Go for
7: governor, governor. Oh, he's yeah.
6: he, he's the this is the saddest he's I, I can't call him black because he don't want you calling him that <laughs> uh, so I, I, don't, I don't i don't i don't know what to call him this is the worst sorriest example of a minority human being who refuses to be thought of as a minority and refuses to accept and understand the treatment of minorities he has said some stuff about slavery he said y'all might not want to hear this but slavery at the time was legal he said so that.
7: I made it okay. Oh,
6: yeah. <laughs> this is a black person who said this. Yeah. He said, y'all need to get over this. And you may not like me saying it. But slavery was legal yeah. during that period of time. So, so they weren't on, breaking the law because it was legal. We
5: don't
7: need to get over nothing.
6: Yeah. Wait yeah. a minute, so man. So come on, California. People.
7: We have to vote. <laughs> yes, you know, we, we yes, just do. Um, so stay woke. You, cut? You, if you know, you already These know. These are the kind of people
2: that, that Harry is shot. These kind of mother right <laughs> here. <Yeah>. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Y'all like that.
6: This is what the good was all about.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the so. whole story. <laughs> oh my
7: all right, so stay woke, Steve Harvey Nation. Uh, please make sure you go to whenweallvote.org, get information on how you can help to stop voter sus- suppression bills in your state. And uh, when the election comes up, you got to get out and vote. No matter how they try to stop you, you have to make it your business to get to show up and show out. That's all I Stand can say. Stand in have.
2: that line and ride it out, baby.
7: Yeah. Ride. They can yeah. make it
2: difficult, but they can't stop you.
7: They can't no. stop you. It's your right to vote. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. There's a big voter
5: uh, registration initiative that's going on that uh for our forever first lady michelle obama stacy abrams it's coming up mm-hmm. and uh we're gonna push that out too i'm gonna get the details on that i've been on the website looking at that at when we all vote yeah. we got work yeah. to do yeah, yeah we're, we're telling our do. people
7: you're right carla we're telling our people mm-hmm. to make sure they get out and vote and don't worry we're not gonna stop we're not gonna stop bringing you the information encouraging nope. you to vote all of that. We're we're doing the same thing, and we're voting as well. We're going to vote like we always do. We have to continue to do what we've started. The momentum is there, you know. Stay woke. That's yeah. It.
8: Do don't you let know that stop Herschel Walker. Bills. Yes, running
6: in <laughs> I Georgia. Saw
7: that. Yes, yes Talking yes. about We're gonna
6: take Georgia back.
7: Mm. All right. Uh, he
6: needs to quit saying we because he's not a part of we. He don't know
2: that.
6: <laughs> Did he have a bag of
2: cotton when he was saying that?
7: <laughs> <laughs> really? All right. We'll have more of today's trending stories right here on the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after, right after this.
8: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: Scientists and engineers are perfecting toilets. What? that measure vital signs, screens for illnesses, and might even diagnose coronavirus.
10: Now, no, okay. that's, uh-uh. <laughs> that's how you go.
7: That's no,
2: how no. you go. You go no. and get tested. That's how you do it. Just sit uh, there.
7: No, no, uh-uh. 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 I like uh-uh. that. Uh-uh. I,
1: I'm not with that. Uh-uh.
7: So, so listen, here's how it's going to work. So instead of mm-hmm. giving a single urine sample, um, you know, during your once-a-year checkup, your toilet could be constantly monitoring monitoring this stuff, okay? So, so you it. won't have any surprises yeah. when you go to the doctor. So I stole it. Okay. I mean, you know, there's something to this, and of course, this toilet could also be programmed to give you health insights whenever you have to really go and send all this vital information to your smartphone. Mm-mm. So no muss, no fuss. I, I don't know. I, I like love it. it. I'm Test not. my yeah. ass. Nah, Test nah. it. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Nah.
2: Please do. <laughs> no.
5: it's And I got a
2: bidet, too. Oh, I'm good with mine. That's I'm good with it. Mm-mm.
8: Yeah. You got a I bidet?
2: Like Hell, yeah. And, and and wet wipes. What is you talking about, girl? I, got I
7: like wipes. this. All right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 33 minutes after the hour, right after this.
8: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What is going on? (sighs) Trending
7: news from our home station in Chicago, V-103. The superintendent of the Chicago Police Department is asking the community to come forward, please, with information to protect the safety of our babies. After at least 60 people, get this, 60 people were injured or killed by gun violence including children. This has just happened over the Labor Day weekend. Of the citywide victims, yeah. Of the citywide victims, eight were children. One four-year-old boy, uh, Michael Moultrie Jr., was hit by gunfire while getting a haircut at a home Friday. Chicago Police Superintendent David Brown called on the community for assistance after the weekend. He said, We need people in the community to come forward. This is beyond trusting police. This is about the safety of our babies.
6: I understand your distrust of the police. I I get it. I got your distrust of the complete injustice of the justice system. Right. But when we allow people, whoever they are, to kill our babies, And there's no consequence for that action right there. We are sick. Mm -hmm. We are sick ourselves. You cannot allow these people who go around and involve innocent lives. in if it's a gang conflict, if it's a drug conflict, or if you are just in the act of committing a crime, whatever your cause is, or if you're out there selling the beef or grudge, whatever you're doing. And this gunfire causes the life of the innocent. If y'all banging and y'all shoot each other, I, you know, we can, we, can, we can write that off to, to gang violence. If you robbing something and you get shot in the process and you robbing, you, you was robbing somebody, you, you, you had it coming. If you're defending your home and you break in somebody's house and you get shot, that person's got a right to protect their house. But when you allow these people, in the act of per- perpetrating a crime, in the act of, uh, of, of vendetta, grudge, gang violence, dope deals, to fire off these shots and kill our children and our innocent citizens, and we don't open our mouth because we don't trust the police department, it's gonna be 60 more.
7: Wow. Lord have mercy. And it just keeps happening. Yeah, over one weekend, yeah.
6: And we got to get smarter about ourselves. Yes. Because the cavalry ain't coming over the hill. I've said this before. We've got to do something for ourselves. And protecting our elderly, our innocent citizens, and our children, Should be at the forefront.
7: Coming up, it is our last break of the day. And at 49 minutes after the hour, we'll close out the show with some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening
8: to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now.
7: All right, guys, here we are. Wow, this time went by fast. Our last break of the day Mm -hmm. on this Wednesday. Short week, yeah. Mm Yeah, yeah. Started off with a a Monday holiday, Labor Day, our last, wow, our last holiday of the summer now, huh? Mm.
2: The champ is back.
7: Yeah. (laughs) Got a brand new champ is (laughs) here.
6: (laughs) Champ is here. Yeah. You know, let me say this in closing today. Okay. Uh, we've been talking about this voting thing. So what I want to do is I want to get out in front of it. Carla, what is the website that uh, Forever First Lady and everybody is pushing?
5: WhenWeAllVote.org.
6: WhenWeAllVote.org. If you are registered or unregistered, I want you to go to WhenWeAllVote.org. Check your status. Check your status. Make sure, learn on whenweallvote.org all all of the games and plots that's being laid and traps out there that is designed so you can be aware of what they're trying to do to suppress and flat out just stop our vote. It's people of color that they are targeting and it's areas that they're targeting. Because they are going to find a way to steal this next election. And they don't care how they do it. You know, the politics in this country is sort of crazy right now. It has nothing to do with caring about the people. It's simply caring about the party. And what the party position is and the party line. They're not even talking to us anymore. They're not even concerned about what we think or feel. As long as they can find a way to say something to irritate one side against the other side so they can get to vote. That's all it is. But I gotta tell you something. If we go to when dot org mm-hmm. and we pay attention now and you make sure we're registered now, we can beat the rush. And then when the rush comes for the polls, we're going to be prepared. You can still use mail-in ballots. You just got to know the exact rules so they don't throw your ballot out. Cause they are trying to win back those Senate seats so they can get uh, control again. They want it back desperately. But we are awake now. We have seen in the last presidential election what happens when we stick together and we vote. And we all saw it. We all watched Wisconsin. Then we watched everybody in Detroit show up and show out. And then it moved from there down to Atlanta. Hmm. And even when it moved down this, this wave that we got on, it caused people to realize the real power that we had. Even people who thought they would never vote and people who used to think our vote don't count. I watched the people on balconies on CNN out celebrating and waving tiles and t-shirts in the air when they found out that Biden had beat Trump and they found out how it was done because it was done in places that they don't give a damn about. It was done in Milwaukee. It was done in Detroit. It was done in Philly and it was done in Atlanta. And when it got down there, we showed up and we turned the election around. So much so that Donald Trump even went to the head of the voter registration office, who is a Republican, and said on the telephone call, we need to find 10,000 votes. Hmm. He said it. They have the recording. Mm -hmm. But they don't care that he did that. All of the lawyers that they had to overturn all of these elections every single judge has thrown it out because there's no evidence of any widespread fraud now in every election somebody did get a ballot going to get sent in that's going to happen and it probably happens thousands of times during the course of an election but you ain't lose by thousands you lost by millions and so that's why there's no evidence of widespread voter fraud. So people, we're going to get ahead of this. There will be no stopping us. We're going to show up. We're going to show up. We're going to have more people registered this time than we had last time. And another thing that Donald Trump said was that was amazing to me. How are you trying to tell me that more black people voted for Biden than voted, than voted for uh, Barack Obama? very simple because not only did the people who voted for barack obama vote for joe biden because you remember when they voted for barack obama they put biden in office before so not only did they show up the ones who voted for barack obama but all the new people that we registered that you didn't think was going to come they showed up too Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden now everybody that voted for barack and all the new people registered, that's why Joe Biden got more votes. And now that's why we will never have less votes. We come in, we coming back again. You'll not get rid of us. Kemp, if we get a running mate together, you won't be the uh, governor of the state of Georgia anymore. Herschel Walker, we're not interested. Larry Elder, man. Please go back and find out who you really are. Cause Mm. somebody then told you something different and you believed it. Those are my closing remarks. (laughs) Have a good day. See y'all tomorrow. I'll be as more even as my ignorant. What? (laughs) What happened?
7: For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarveyFM.com.
8: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
0: Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Kerry Hillson, Adonis. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So, like I said, I was in school. Like, yeah, yeah. okay, this is how you do it, this is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre chorus and then a <laughs> hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's Ain't what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like.
0: Listen to RB Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.